This is Purposed Audacity, the space for us to learn about various individuals who are living boldly for Jesus Christ in their daily lives. It's also the space for us to learn about and discuss the various things that might be affecting us on a daily basis, but of course applying a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Charmian Marie, and it's my pleasure to be journeying with you, hoping that you'll enjoy the content and be encouraged and share and like and subscribe so that we can build an online community that's supportive and definitely talks about the boldness that we can have in Jesus Christ. So let's get at it. Hey there, welcome back to Purpose to Audacity. I'm your host, Charmian Marie, and I am happy that you are here because it means that you are ready to listen to episode three in the series called The Purge. Now, last week we spoke about the cleaning out of our suitcase, what's in your suitcase, and that was speaking about the things in the past that we might have just put under the rug and just haven't necessarily dealt with, but they're still taking up place in place or space in our heart. Um, and we just spoke about the importance of getting rid of that. Um, the previous week we spoke about, you know, just being honest, being honest with ourselves and being honest with those around us. Because at the end of the day, um, if we go around just um, lying to ourselves about how we really feel about things, there might come a point where we literally just snap and, you know, it's not healthy for moving forward and it doesn't help in your desire to just walk in healing. So um, the, the previous two episodes have definitely been um, packed with a lot of pointers um, to just literally move forward and claim your healing in a more conscious way so that, you know, 2020 can actually be a better year for you. And just moving forward in life, um, you can literally approach it with a different perspective. Now today, I want to actually speak to you about literally the persons around you and also the elements around you a lot of times when we um speak about you know the things that are around us we don't focus on the fact that hey not only are people around us but but um other things other gadgets other um just elements in our space can help to influence us too so the title of this episode is check your village right now, before I get into the main points for the episode, I actually want to kind of describe um, a movie I watched recently um, to give us a, an interesting perspective as to how positive influences um, and negative influences can, can literally just have a full-on effect on the way we are and the way we, um, we act, right? So I'm not going to call the name of the movie because it was actually quite demented and I don't want to say, hey, go and watch this, you know, but um, in just analyzing the movie and um, literally trying to find the point of it, um, of course, uh, I read upon some reviews and also just um, evaluated for myself and there were so many interesting subplots and there were so many interesting, um, you know, deeper meanings, if you will. Um, but saying that to say, it surrounds the this one girl, um, you know, who who lost her family, um, and also just being just led uh, led on by her um, current boyfriend. You know, um, he wanted to break up with her, but you know, just didn't have the guts to. And I mean, his friends were influencing him to just get rid of her because she was just a nuisance. But of course, when her family died, you know, that made it a little bit more awkward. So the you know leading on continued um and 
cut a long story short, they were they all went to um this foreign land in Europe, um and uh, you know on a seeming vacation or for a seeming festival, right? And I mean, it was she welcomed it because she needed the break from being in America um, since her family had passed. Saying that to say, um, some interesting things started happening, but she continued to feel very ostracized by the um, by the boyfriend and um, his friends. You know, um, she just a nuisance and things like that. And she, of course, started just feeling like a burden. She started feeling like, all right, cool. Um, she was alone and stuff. Um, and she started moving in that you know so even when she noticed certain things they just said all right cool you clearly need to just breeze out or things like that um cut another very long story short some violent things started happening people started disappearing and you know but the the place was still full of sunshine and and well i can't say birds you know air no birds chirp chirping but um it it just seemed like this perfect place all day all night and you're just good you know even though these people were disappearing but saying that to say you know um the 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 persons who were in that village um literally saw that she was alone and so she was vulnerable right um and uh, in that state of vulnerability um, and wanting the proper attention from her boyfriend and wanting to feel like she belonged somewhere, they were able to, I mean, with some drugging, true, um, they were able to literally get through to her um, in the end of the movie. And when I say um, get through to her, meaning she literally eventually became one of them um, and literally started displaying the same demented characteristics because at the end of the day no no she was revered no she belonged no she could actually finally break free from the mistreat uh, well the bad treatment from her boyfriend and by this time too all of his friends were dead so um she had literally broken free she no longer had family and no she belonged <laughs> you know um and uh, i mean of course there there are a lot more elements to the movie but again i just wanted to skim over it and think but um the real point of me mentioning it is because we're speaking about the positive and negative um elements of a village or individuals of a village or, or influences of a village um that can cause you to literally change your behavior um or can for, for the better or for the worst um and it literally being important to to consciously check out who is in your village what's in your village to ensure that you're on the right path to ensure that you're on the the path towards healthy healing healthy living um and the path that is um best for you and in being best for you being completely pleasing to god right so i'm going to get into some examples um well deeper examples of positive and negative um you know relationships and elements that can be in the village and let it be known that when we say check your village it's not just the persons who are around us um you know that can influence us but literally also anything that you let in your space so even your phone even the internet the things that you watch on the internet anything that can cause you to change your behavior or make a certain decision based on 
what that thing has said or um or the type of uh behavior that that thing is encouraging you to have that's literally any element in your village so we're focusing on just that 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 revision or or that conscious um you know review saying all right cool does this thing belong in my village is this thing helping me to move forward is this thing i'm just holding me back and actually causing me to display characteristics that are not pleasing to god and are not healthy for me and my healing all right um so yeah let's get into it now the first thing that i want to discuss or the first scenario that i want to discuss um is actually in checking your village just try and see if the particular individuals in your village or the particular things that actually influence you because it's not only um individuals that are located in your village it could be your cell phone it could be um anything online that you are particularly drawn to so it's literally everything that has a uh, some level of influence on the way you act and the things you do on a daily basis right so um i want you in in thinking about you know who's in your village or what's in your village right i want you to actually see if you are feeling drained your soul is being drained by whatever um element those are now to elaborate on this i want to um speak about the relationship between david and saul now <laughs> It's so interesting how um David was a devout servant, you know. David was somebody who just loved Saul. Um and I mean based on this how everything was set up. I mean clearly David wasn't king during the time of Saul, um but he was by his side fighting on his behalf, all these things, you know. Um and it was convenient. It was a convenient relationship of sorts um where you know yes all was winning battles and whatever um and i mean yes eventually david started getting the praise for it and i'm um, being seen as mightier than Saul but at the end of the day as it relates to the relationship like david was there at Saul's bidding he get me um Saul would say jump and david would say ho oh, hi you know and so reality is that you know um you think about just David's journey to becoming king and the fact that actually um as much as David revered him and as much as um you know he he did love Saul you know at the end of the day that relationship that bond was draining David um draining David um when it took a turn for the worst and um and Saul was just jealous and angry you know um and so a reality is that it um it quickly it it escalated from 0 to 60 like nobody's business you know um and they had to be separated um clearly because of course david was running for his life literally but also um sometimes we are in situations where we believe that we are around the right person and the the people we serve and the people um we are most loyal to are going to return the favor or are going to you know um give 
they're all for us as well but our reality is that you know you don't always know the true intentions for somebody and then at the end of the day too what's in the dark must come to light um Saul was feeling some type of way for quite a while and ever until yo it it just got out in the open and Saul was openly trying to kill David you know because of jealousy because of all of that you know and David did just have to take away himself you know and so a reality is that maybe many of us are not necessarily in situations where the person is going to kill us or the person is um openly um threatening and um and trying to build armies against us as well you know maybe we're not in such a, a dire situation but when we see that we are afraid to achieve because we don't want to upset the person and we see that we are afraid to move forward and stuff um because maybe the the person might um feel offended or feel like we're leaving them behind or um you know the, the one of the common thing is oh you dash me away um when you get busy or things like that and it's not a thing where you decide um to 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 just zero with a person but it's literally just that the, the season that you're in or the the thing that you have stepped into require more of your time um and uh, the idea or the hope would have been that um you know that person would have been supporting your moves and things like that but it's it's kind of the opposite you know there's still like this level of selfishness and underlying jealousy um in the midst and that's dangerous you know um by the way let me just qualify this um at this point um this message is not meant to be one of those messages where oh yeah for the new year sweetie just cut off whoever you know it's we're not doing that today right but it's actually just a message that is is geared towards you know you being vigilant a lot of times you know we we believe that you know um just because we wish the very best for people persons wish the very best for us and it's not to say that we must be paranoid and not to say that we must be looking around and watching our back all the time or whatever but it's it's literally just understanding that honestly the playing ground isn't level um the 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 play field isn't level the the um it, it sometimes life just has a great imbalance and it's just for you to understand that and for you to ensure that you are not naive and um and literally just for you to just guard your heart in the sense of are right, cool not having these very high expectations but at least if if you do receive that level of um support and that level of love and whatever and it is genuine let it be that you just highly appreciate that and you are willing to consciously build that bond right um because we're going to go into um, um the more positive aspect um with a example um very soon but coming back to david and saul um when you think about it and when you think about all david went through all the heartache and all the disappointment and the the rage um that he went through you really look on the fact that you know while david was going through that god was dealing with saul Oh, I tell you that God was planning. God was was just saying, "Are right, cool, yo? Trust me." You see me? Because at the end of the day, a lot of these battles 
quickly blow up into battles that we actually can't fight because we're so emotionally involved in these um, these situations or with these people that, um, to be very honest, you know, it takes some supernatural um, intervention. But at the end of the day, the, 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 the important thing is the staying in the right. You think if David did, did cut off Saul's heel or if it, you think if David did sneak in our Saul room one night and just stab him up or whatever, and I'm, wow, that sounded very drastic. But you think if David did that, do you think he would still be in the right? Do you not think he would have possibly forfeited his blessings? Because our reality is that um, what the Lord wants us to do is is remain in the right no matter what. No matter, um, you know, who is rising up against us. No matter who is deciding that, you know, they are raising a standard of, of, of darkness against us. We still relinquish our, um, our anger. We still, um, you know, surrender the situation to God. Um, understanding that, you know, vengeance is his and we are protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. So at the end of the day, let it be that um, we make that conscious effort to remain in the right, even as our village uh, population or elements are falling apart or crumbling before our eyes. And I know it hurts and thing, but it's important for us to um, somehow remain level-headed in the midst of that, even when things not looking right, right? So... Um, in, in, in acknowledging that, all right, cool, David um, was able to stay in the right and David was eventually able to become king and stuff, um, it's important to realize that as much as, yes, he went through a lot of heartache and he went through a lot of trials and things like that, at the end of the day, he got to the destination. And I mean, yes, he messed it up later on, but he got to that destination. He was able to claim his blessings and flourish, right? And so a reality is that sometimes situations pop up in our lives where we're not understanding why all of a sudden when we were comfortable before, when we were comfortable with the people who were around us, when we were comfortable with the lives we were living and the things that we were allowing to influence us um, suddenly just disappear or suddenly just fall apart. Um, yeah, sometimes we just don't understand why, why that suddenly you know, why, why did this all just happen? Or how did this just happen, like, just in an instance, you know? Um, but a reality is that sometimes we, um, the Lord needs to purge <laughs> our space. Our space needs to be purged sometimes so that we can step into the next dimension. And it's not a thing where, oh, you just have a people in your heart and all these things or whatever. And it's important for us to still ensure that as we are stepping into the next level, we are checking our hearts and, um, and being honest <laughs> um, and cleaning out our suitcases to ensure that, um, you know, we, we're not having up anybody and thing. Because at the end of the day, there's no space for that. We want to clear our hearts as much as possible so that the Lord can continue to pour into us so that we can dwell in the next level that he's taking us. Now, in speaking more about um, positive village bonds, right, um, I believe it's important to just, just highlight the point once more that seasons change. And, you know, um, some years ago when I was working at a particular um, organization, I had a boss that actually used to level with us um, on a daily basis and, you know, try and 
share certain pointers and i mean everybody there had different perspectives some christian some not but i mean there were some basic life principles um that were shared that you know um yeah weren't bad but saying that to say this person in speaking particularly about marriage but i'm extending it to relationships in general um the person said that you are going to want to marry somebody um with elasticity and uh, that elasticity literally meant that that person can grow with you um and through every season of life no matter what it it just meant that you know they can stretch with you and not burst and it is them flexible is it me um and i want to posit that for our relationships we're going to want persons who are literally in our corner no matter what so i mean yes it would mean that they're they're not afraid to call us out on on where we have gone wrong they're not afraid to call us out and say all right cool yeah you're gonna need to repent on that or you're gonna need to apologize or yo maybe you never handled that the right way but they're going to do it in a place of love they're going to do it from a place of wanting to literally see the best happen to you right and so it it's important to have persons like that in your corner because seasons are going to change there are going to be some seasons where you're on a high there are going to be some seasons when you're literally in the pit of the valley and um that person is going to see you at your best and your worst you know but are they going to judge you for it are they going to start rumors and start spreading things around are they going to listen to rumors about you and then say okay cool maybe i don't mm -mm, we're not doing this you know um is that person going to stand strong for you is that person going to be in your corner and in, as i mentioned this i want to then speak about the relationship between david and jonathan jonathan as we know is saul's son right and of course jonathan was witnessing all of the the craziness that was going on where of course his father wanted to kill david as i mentioned earlier um but i want to just un let you understand or 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 focus on the fact that as much as Jonathan could have been influenced by his village, which was his father, and I mean, yeah, still David, but he could have been influenced by his father to start treating David horribly, right? And he chose to stand. He chose to try and protect David. He chose to be by David's side because they were very close. And at the end of the day, that was a true brotherly bond. That was a true bond that said, all right, cool. No matter what is coming at you or no matter what I'm hearing about you, I actually witnessed the truth and what my father is doing is wrong. And so he had the guts to stand and stand with David as, as long as he could have, you know? So at the end of the day, um, it, it, it really showed um, what it means to have a very strong bond despite the elements, despite, um, you know, whatever influences there were around. Because at the end of the day, Jonathan wanted the best for David. Jonathan believed in David and Jonathan saw David's heart as a true heart, a heart that was after God and a heart that was pure towards Saul, you know? So in, in, in just speaking about that again, it, it is important for us to have true relationships or relationships in our lives that that um, help to um, just just empower us and um, literally bring a level of light to our village you know so even in the midst of David's village falling apart 
um, village inclusive of Saul and um, and literally where he was living and him having to run for his life and thing at least there was one um, you know light um, I mean of course apart from Samuel but at least there was some light in the midst of that um, showing that you know David was supported you know um, because our reality is that sometimes th these positive relationships actually help to keep us sane and you know um and when i say keep us sane keep us grounded i mean of course many times we 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 know that um all right cool the lord fights our battles and the lord is with us and all of that but at the same time sometimes when you're going through it you, you need more of a a tangible or physical reminder like somebody in front of your face saying yo medea you know um and it's not to downplay the importance of god or the magnificence of god um but sometimes you you, you just want you, you just want a physical hug or you want a physical reasoning you know um and and that's not wrong that's not wrong because remember god actually ends up using persons around us to shield us or to to um to help to just get us moving along you know so let it be that, and I mean, I'm not saying that we must sit down and have auditions saying, all right, cool, I'm looking for the next Jonathan for my life. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, because of course that can cause us to um, be in a place where we're not extending grace to persons if they are not quote unquote perfect and thing. Um, and that's kind of hypocritical because we know that we are not perfect. But at the end of the day, nothing is wrong with having a standard for friendship. Nothing is wrong with having a standard and, and being discerning to see the persons who truly wish you well and the persons who honestly don't, the persons who it, it literally shaky. And I can tell you from experience that many times when you just meet a person, um, you know, and uh, some weird things um start to happen and thing sometimes our gut tells us all right cool this person is actually not for us you know some and you, you i'm sure you can agree right but sometimes we really want that friendship or we really want to say all right cool let me just um try because maybe i should just extend grace and thing when your gut when holy spirit is telling you no right and then further down the road um yo helen polos you know, and then you look back at yourself and you say, you know, I should have listened to Holy Spirit. So it's saying that to say that um, there's a balance that needs to be struck where you listen to Holy Spirit as it relates to just discerning the types of persons you are associated with or, or choosing to associate with. And then you just you just guide from there. So the most I would say is, um, you know, something I'm currently learning as well. You let relationships flow instead of forcing relationships. So if it is a thing where that person wants to be in your space or if you want to be in that person's space, let it be that, all right, cool, it comes from a natural unction to, um, to link up or to, 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 to deepen conversations rather than just have everything surface all the time. But if you see over time that maybe these, these conversations are not deepening or um, you don't have that intense de desire to link and stuff, maybe you shouldn't force it. Because at the end of the day, what we're speaking about is purposeful relationships that are going to transcend seasons and are going to help to empower you rather than drain you, right? Because at the end of the day, um, it's when we are feeling empowered that we are um, and, and encouraged and thing and, and, and dwelling in an honest relationship that we are able to um, definitely uh, benefit from um, just a, a, a proper and a healthy forward movement 
um, in God, you know? Now, I, in church, as I mentioned earlier, um, there was actually a guest preacher and he brought us to Mark 10, um, verse 44. And that, I mean, that was the beginning of the story of Blind Bartimaeus. Now, Blind Bartimaeus, um, of course, was <laughs> blind. <laughs> well, Charmian Doe. Um, but the interesting aspect of, um, of, of this story is the fact that Blind Bartimaeus was bold enough to, to um, state his case to Jesus, even though he was being discouraged by those around him. Everybody already predisposed him to being a beggar. Everybody already predisposed him to, um, to just someone who was a nuisance and um, someone who was blind and just saw him Auguste and, you know, from now till thy kingdom come, bless the Lord. And, uh, you know, he, would just, he just needed to get over it, you know, um, and stop annoying people. But this guy was bold enough to still say, yo, um, when Jesus came to him and said, hey, you know, walk on for you, you know, he's like, well, Lord, I am blind, you know, um, and I want to be not blind, <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, and, uh, you know, Jesus, of course, you know, healed him and said, you know, all right, now you can see, get up and walk, basically. Um, I mean, he clearly didn't say get up and walk. That was with the um, the paralyzed guy. But the the same context or the same concept where you know walk in your deliverance, um, you can now see and things like that. But saying that to say, right? Um, I wanted to focus on the fact that blind Bartimaeus. Um, I want to focus on his boldness, right? Um, so it's 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 interesting how. As much as he was well known in the in the village or in the um, the city as a beggar and thing, he could have easily been influenced by those around him. He could have easily been influenced by his circumstances and um, just chosen to be stuck there. He could have easily um, said, "All right, cool. You know what? Yeah, I man, I've not stated my case. Like all hope is lost." And I ate that, you know. Um, in fact, he could have stopped begging too. He could have just locked up in one corner and just got dead. And I mean, I know that sounds very crass, but I saying, I'm just trying to be as, as raw as possible so that we can really understand that there are many choices that he would have had, you know. And as much as sometimes we say, oh, we don't like it when people beg and stuff, I mean, sometimes at least they are getting up and trying to get out of the situation. I mean, sometimes there's some shady ones, but you know, that's a whole other story. But I'm saying that to say, he chose to be bold. He chose to state his case. He chose to um, not look on the fact that people said, shut up. He chose to literally stand up and be bold and say, all right, cool. I'm going to claim my deliverance. I'm going to, um, you know, literally, yeah, have my life changed. And so I want to bring that now into a present day kind of vibe where we are looking on ourselves and the, the village around us. And all right, so I want to ask you the question, are those around you actually encouraging you to, to stand up in your boldness or are they telling you to shut up and go in a corner? Are they encouraging you to step into the next level that the Lord is calling you into? Or are they actually 
um, you know, saying, hey, you know, maybe you should just calm down. Maybe you're just working yourself out too much. Maybe you just um, need to try something else. You know, all of these things, because our reality is that sometimes, as much as we're saying that we're very strong, you know, if you're hearing multiple voices, especially the persons who are somehow in your circle, if all of those people are telling you you must give up or you must um, um, turn to the, you know, you're going to do it when you really think about it because at the end of the day, your mind is going to say, well, they must be seeing something that I am not seeing or something, or maybe I really don't have what it takes or something of the sort. And if you're not strong enough or if you're not fully grounded in God, yo, you, you go, you, you go on with the wind. But I believe that the Lord is calling us to, to, to actually evaluate those who are in our village, those who, um, those elements or those those influences, those voices of influence, um, that that actually help us to make decisions. Because at the end of the day, um, I find that we are somehow a distracted people. We are persons who, um, you know, any any little um, mosquito pitch from we. We, yeah, man, that's at the end of the attention to God. That's at the end of the, the, the striving for more. That's at the end of the, you know, the striving for true holiness and all of them things there. I hate that, you know. But at the end of the day, let it be that we're so intent on moving forward with God. We're so intent on moving forward with our healing and not listening to the people who say we just need help. Not listening to the people who say, all right, cool, you just need, you know, it's something wrong with you. Um, or whatever and I'm not saying that okay cool you are a perfect being but let it be that you're willing to see the destination and you're willing to to claim that destination for yourself because at the end of the day we don't need to cower in the corner we don't need to um to settle we don't need to sit down and say all right cool I have no hope because God sent his only begotten son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for us so that salvation can come and so that we can live by his grace through his grace and to share others um share it with others so at the end of the day let it be that you know we are willing to um understand that all right cool um, I need to not be distracted. Those who are in my close circle, whatever is in my close circle as a, as a thing of influence, let it be that um, it's something that is working according to the purpose that I have heard for my life. And if I have not heard the purpose, let it be that um, in my seeking um, purpose and in my seeking of the Lord, I am not um, faced with, with other decisions that are just going to dis, dis, um, distract me. And when I say other decisions, it's, it's, oh, should I listen to my friend or should I listen to the voice of the Lord that I believe is calling me? So let it be that, you know, um, we surrender our lives to the Lord and we say, all right, cool, Lord, all right, cool. Let me, let me check my village for real. Let it be that, um, you know, all right, I'm not sure about this person or I'm not sure about this thing when I watch online. I'm not sure if it's helping to get me to that place um, where you want me to be, Lord. Um, I don't think what I'm doing on Instagram or I don't think what I'm doing on Facebook is um, helping me to get to that place where I'm supposed to be, Lord. Let it be that, you know, we're, we're at this place now where we're ready to question everything in our village, not on a basis of, yeah, let me malice this person or whatever, but on the basis of, cool, I need to ensure that I reach that place that my actual heart and my soul actually wants me to get to, my spirit wants me to get to, because at the end of the day, you know, the spirit wants to be one with the Lord. 
and we have already um you know stated that all right cool god come and dwell within me and stuff so we have already stated that we want to um be living sacrifices unto him but but why are we so distracted so i want to actually posit that we're distracted because of the things in our village and again it's not just the people who are around us but also the other things that help to influence us things like ufon things like um the tv think different things that would cause us to um want to do something at all <laughs> you get me so i'm saying that to say that we need to just um be willing to sit down and evaluate and 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 understand what it actually takes to step into the next level what it actually takes to follow christ wholeheartedly and and who it actually takes um to 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 help us stay on that path not just you know hearing christ's voice and stuff like that but also walking um in commune walking in one accord with other individuals who are also of the same mindset and it's not to say that you must turn around and say, yo, you're not worth it, or, um, or you know, yeah, you're not upon my level and all them things there. Because at the end of the day, to the Lord says that we must, you know, um, treat others with grace and stuff like that. And as much as we can recognize that other people are, you know, not necessarily going in the direction that we are going, it doesn't mean that we must um, be so discriminatory that they feel like they, um, we're so holy that they can't be in our presence. You know, cause that's it. That's the whole other kettle of fish, you know. But we we don't have time for getting that right now. But I'm saying that to say, let it be that you know we're willing to, um, just, just evaluate our circle, evaluate our village, every element in our village, because we have somewhere going. We have something to do. We have some things to do, and uh, it should be our entire goal or or life goal to please the Lord in all that we do say or think is it me and so if it is that when you check a village you're realizing that these different aspects or elements of influence are not necessarily helping you to get to um to that goal then you need to just make a decision and I will posit too that sometimes if we have a, a difficulty making that decision, the Lord will make the decision for us if it is, you know, if we're really playing the fool too long. You get me? Because, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, um, David was playing the fool too long and stuff, but a situation happened that caused a breaking in that bond between him and Saul. And I've seen many other times when persons, you know, having difficulties making decisions and stuff, and then something gets violent, and then the bond has to break. And then after the bond is broken, that person is soaring um, and, and, and succeeding in ways that they never would have fathomed. But guess what? It's because they were holding themselves back with whatever element. Um, why they were not getting where they were supposed to be getting in a, in a faster way. So I want to just ask you to just evaluate um, your surroundings and ensure that whatever is around you, whatever you've let into your space, is something that is helping you to move forward in healing and move forward um, to, to literally uh, realize your purpose. And if it's not, it's time for a purge. I hate that. <laughs> you get me? So, cool. This is definitely my hope that, um, you know, 
this episode today has helped you to at least even just start thinking about the things that um you know need to just be expelled from your life um or or just you know a change in bond being necessary i don't know but let it be that you know um you're at least thinking more about the things that influence you whether it's people or whether it's it's the very um elements um in in your space you know um and just be willing to reevaluate the way that it influences you on a daily basis and ensure that those things are not distracting you or those people are not distracting you right um so i definitely hope that once again it helped um and i am looking forward to speaking with you again next week all right feel free to reach out to me um on instagram directly um my handle is at charmian marie c h a r m i a n m a r i e um or you can reach out via the page that's purposed audacity j a um that's a handle on instagram and yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing with you once more next week and hearing from you as well. Thank you so much for the support that I've been getting so far. It has been really, really encouraging. Um, and I'm looking forward to just more. Um, so all right, cool. Until next week, this has been Purposed Audacity and we are tackling the purge. All right, take care. Mm-hmm.